0: guys. So this week's episode features Alice Henderson. Um, and Alice is someone that I met in college at SDSU. And she is iconic. I could go on and on and on and on. But I'll save you guys some time. LOL. So yeah, she's a queen. And literally one of the most hardworking people I've ever met in my life and yeah no she literally is just so freaking inspirational and I really truly admire her and everything she does and everything that she goes through she does it so gracefully and with intention and you can just see it in all the things that she does so, without further ado, Alice Henderson had her eyes set on the music industry since a young age and worked hard to make that dream a reality. She is now living in LA and working full time on the social media team at Insomniac Events, assisting with some of the nation's largest electronic music festivals. After a very transformative past few years, and after achieving her life goal of working in music, Alice is now exploring what it means to live a full life and what her future aspirations are. In her free time when she's not at a concert, you could find her picking up a new hobby such as roller skating or crochet. What was the path to get there? Um, I mean, it
1: was a lot of hard work. <laughs> um, I knew I wanted to work in the music industry and like festivals and stuff like that since high school um like as soon as I attended my first concert I was like this is awesome like I want to do something with this and then I attended my first music festival I was like oh I want to do like music festivals like in specifically um and then when I got to SDSU which is where I went to college that's when I like was trying to figure out how how do you get into the music industry um so I started by like interviewing a lot of people in the music industry um But the guy who gave me, like, the best advice, his name was Kevin Lyman, and he was the, like, founder of, um, like, Vans Warped Tour and, like, some other festivals. Um, But he was, Mm -hmm. like, the main guy who created Vans Warped Tour back in the day. And his biggest piece of advice was, like, to get any experience I could possibly get, like, even if it was super small, to do with music festivals um or concerts in general so that's what i started doing as soon as like i i took that piece of advice to heart um so in college i applied for like every every single thing i saw i applied for it um so that's how i got started i started at um house of blues in san diego i got like my first music industry internship there um and what were you doing there? I was a social like a social media marketing intern. Um, okay. so I kind of helped with their social media. I worked like a couple days a week like learning how to do the back end stuff, but then a couple nights a week I was in um, recording concerts and taking photos of concerts and posting to their Instagram to like keep their Instagram um, active. Um, yeah yeah, so that was pretty cool and then from there is how I got my next internship which was at Live Nation in Hollywood Um, and that one I was on like the marketing team but like specifically for special events so I did less of concerts and music and focused more on like um, how Live Nation rents out their venues to like corporate events and stuff like that um and then from there I don't know I did everything I possibly could I then applied um to work for Insomniac which is the company I work for now but it was more so just on-site music festival staff so I was doing like ticket scanning um like (laughs)
0: box office
1: anything that I could on-site um Anything to like get your like
0: like foot in the door.
1: Exactly. Um and then that that definitely helped me get my job today. They really liked that I was out there on site working events in college. Um that definitely helped me get my job today. I know that for a fact. And then Yeah. During COVID it was a lot harder. Like I really didn't do much during COVID because live events weren't happening but as soon as covid ended i got like a short term position with dirty bird which does like smaller festivals if you've heard of dirty bird mm-hmm. um and i helped them just like on their social media remotely for the first festival back that they did which was dirty bird camp in um which took place on the east coast and that you- was really
0: yeah i'm like wait how did you get that job like um cuz was it because you did that internship prior that, like, it helped you? Or, like, how did, like – How did you or, find the job? Was it on LinkedIn? You know, I'm Dirty like Dirty Bird? Yes. So,
1: okay. So, the cool thing about, like, when you start to get your foot in the door is you meet people and they, like, recommend you. So, this – that position with Dirty Bird wasn't hosted anywhere. It was just that um, I had, like, a mentor in college, like, and he – knew someone that worked for Dirty Bird that needed help. Mm. And so like they reached out to him like, "Hey, do you know anyone?" and he reached out to me and was like, "Hey, we have this like really short-term position only a couple weeks if you want to do it." Um yeah, so definitely getting to meet people helped me end up getting jobs. Um and like having mentors. I mean, he was my mentor in college. So
0: How did you awesome. find him
1: in college as your mentor? Um, I, he was one of the people I interviewed, like, just to learn about, like, the industry and, like, how he how he got in it. What he does is he's just, like, um, the main events guy at UCSD, um, UC San Diego, and they have, like, their own smaller music festivals. Yeah, so I like, just Sun interviewed God him. type of thing? Yeah, yeah. So he's, like, yeah. in charge of that. Um, okay. So I interviewed awesome. him. And then he ended up just becoming, a like, a mentor of mine. Um, Amazing. he went to SDSU too. So
0: yeah. Um, Aww. he's like, yeah. He's but the, then he like took you under his wig.
1: Yeah, literally. And then it was yeah. a couple of weeks after that short term thing I did for Dirty Bird that I got my position at Insomniac. Um, I literally applied to like as many things as I could. And then one day I got a, like an email from Insomniac that they were interested in my resume. Um, I got, like, a different position than the one that they
0: found I applied for. Um, But, yeah, everything just worked out. So Was that by your choice or their choice that the position changed?
1: Well, so the way their process works is it's just really long. But they like to look at everyone's resumes that they get and see if they're, like, a better fit for something else that they don't have posted online. Because I guess they just have a lot more positions that need to be filled than are posted online. Um, so the position I like ended up getting, wasn't even posted online. Damn. And
0: what's that position?
1: Um, I do community engagement, Okay. which is basically like, if you reach out like in any form on Twitter or something, I'm the one that responds.
0: Um, Amazing. Okay.
1: Yeah. And I help like form all the FAQ pages for, um, the festivals that I do. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, what is like a day in the life kind of look like on average for you?
1: Um. Well, I typically
0: like work wise, or. Well, just like I like. Do you have like a morning routine? Like, yeah. do you? Because I'm like, I know you exercise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I mean, right now is festival season, and I don't have time to exercise, and like I miss it, but. Yeah, I definitely usually do exercise, but right now I feel like life is just so crazy because I have so many, like, back-to-back events that, um, for, like, my assigned brands, and I usually am so active, so, uh, right, yeah, that's kind of sad, but right now I'm
0: not exercising.
1: It's, okay, <laughs> swear, it's okay. Every time I saw you on campus, I was, like, probably going to the gym or
0: something. Yes, literally. I was like, how did you do it? I don't understand.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, a day in the
1: life. I feel like um, I don't know. I, I get up. I walk my dog. Um, I make breakfast and like some an iced matcha. I'm really like in an iced matcha phase right now.
0: Amazing. Um, Just had one this morning. Literally.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, me
0: too. <laughs> kind of my thing.
1: Um, yes. And then. I don't know I just like get ready for work I got really into a morning routine in college and like uh not in college like during COVID um Mm -hmm. and I was doing it for a while but again like festival season for us is just so insane because we have we do like 50 events a year and like festival season they're all just back to back so I feel like my life kind of gets flipped upside down right now (laughs) sure oh my Uh, gosh Yeah, wait,
0: do you go to every single festival or how does that work? Like, how do they, like, choose or do you choose? Yeah, I mean, so
1: I don't go to every single one. Um, It's just kind of, like, where needed, but I am, like, assigned certain brands. So I go to my brands for sure. And then I go to, like, other people's, like, on my team's um, events if they need more backup and like, if it's a bigger event. So for example, um, hard summer is mm-hmm. not my brand,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it's a really big event of ours. Um, so I'll probably be going, you know, and okay. same with EDC. Like, I mean, EDC is kind of everyone's brand cause it's just so big. Like it's mm-hmm. the biggest electronic music festival in North America. Um, yes. So everyone goes to EDC and everyone works on EDC, but um, it just kind of depends but i do have like a lot of brands back to back so i feel like that's just my right now i'm like <laughs> just it's a lot um but yeah i do i do like all the wonderlands just because like i'm alice so it makes yeah. sense <laughs> oh I my love, god that's I love amazing
0: of alice in wonderland stuff yes. so i do
1: like beyond wonderland and nocturnal wonderland um oh my god and, and that's like
0: literally all like the music that you're into too right yeah like, yeah and I do yeah. all the
1: like um <laughs> the techno and house ones too just because like that's the music I'm into too yeah so like my my um manager the what she like breaks it down for us but she really makes sure that like our brands are like customized to like something that we would enjoy so that's cool um, that's
0: amazing I love that yeah
1: yeah I'm really excited because Next weekend, I'm going to Beyond Wonderland at The Gorge in Washington, and wow. I've never been
0: to The Gorge, so that's going to be I, really same. exciting. I yeah, can't wait to I've like see all the things that you so post, literally. Cool. You yeah. are iconic. Like, Thank you. <laughs> like. <laughs> I try. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm just like, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. So cool. So cool. Thanks. I love it. I love it. So um, how long have you now been working for Insomniac?
1: Um, I'm coming up on a year. So, yeah, I started there in like mid-July. So like next month, it'll be a year. Um, But I was working for them doing like that uh, seasonal staff like yeah. on-site staff. I did that mm-hmm. for like a few years. So technically like in their system, I've been with the company, I think for like three, three and a half years. Um, but working full time, that's what it feels like to me. Like actually working for Insomniac, um, has been almost a year.
0: Yeah, Amazing. Oh my gosh. And so, okay. So you go around these festivals, what else like Are you, I don't know, what else do you like vibe with in the, in the company and like in your career and like, what are the things that you have learned that you like, or maybe some things you don't like, just like all of that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, I feel like it's been really interesting
1: coming into this, like right after COVID. Um, and it's just like a different world than I think it was before. Just because there's like so many more rules and precautions and like um, our attendees are like a lot more cautious of things or or a lot of them just got used to not going to events anymore. And so, like, I feel like they're not going to as many as they used to. Um, so it's definitely interesting coming in now because from what I hear from people in my office, the game has changed. Um And I technically work in the marketing department. And so they said like the whole marketing game has changed. And like, then you throw in TikTok, which became really big in the past few years. And Mm -hmm. that's just a completely new ball game to them. Um, So it's definitely been interesting coming. I feel like I'm coming in to music hustles at a really uh, interesting point in time. So I'm definitely learning a lot and there's a lot of changes. I feel like personally, though, for me, it's been really I came in thinking I always wanted to do marketing. And now I'm learning that I don't think I want to do marketing anymore. Um, it's just like the same stuff every day, <laughs> it feels like. Um, so I'm definitely looking towards going into like a different direction in the next few years. Is just something like I've learned a lot about myself. Um, so like, I don't know if I want to go more into like the production side of events. I feel like that would be more interesting, um, like helping actually produce the event than doing the marketing for it. That's kind of something I'm looking towards going to, um, just like something I've learned about myself in the past few years.
0: Yeah, no, that's (laughs) awesome. Literally. That's, I'm like. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's super easy to be, like, very humble about things like this and to, like, take it lightly. But, like, you literally have, like, done the damn thing. Like, you literally... Your goal since (laughs) I've known you has been to work in the music industry. You got several jobs in the music industry doing all different things, all different companies, Mm -hmm. to getting... I'm pretty sure, like, when we met, like you said, Insomniac was like your dream. I did. I did. Yeah. Actually. I knew. It. I was like, <laughs> I knew. I remember that. Yeah. I, I even did like a
1: presentation in college um, where we were supposed to do a presentation on our dream job. Um, and like, I did a presentation on like working with music festivals basically. Um, and we were supposed to mention, like, if you could work for one company, what would it be? And I literally said, Insomniac. Like, I would tell this to my coworkers now, just because, like, it's kind of crazy to me. Um, and it's such a small company, too. So, like, I just feel like I'm in this crazy world.
0: <laughs> but No, literally. It's yes. I've,
1: like, I've learned. You, like, manifested it. Yeah. You could do anything you put your mind to. Like, like I remember being in college and people told me, um, of course a lot of people were very supportive like yeah girl do it like if you could do it do it but i also got like a lot of people like oh like good luck with that you know um yeah. even the head of my um like my department in college uh like the director of, i majored in hospitality management mm-hmm. and you're supposed to have meetings with this like head of the department uh, once a semester once you were in your last couple years And every time i told him i was like yeah i want to work like with music festivals and he's like oh yeah like lots of kids say that no one ever does it and then i graduated um well then i started actually doing it so when i had my first meeting with him and i told him this plan um of wanting to work with music festivals, he was kind of like yeah like lots of kids say that but no one ever does it like good luck with that kind of kind of vibe And then by my last semester check-in, he's like, wow, like, you're really working towards this. I can tell by, like, all of um, the positions that you've done these past couple of years, like, you're really actually trying. A lot of kids say they're going to do it and never do it. Um, So, yeah, that's been kind of crazy. I even had a a professor from college reach out to me. not that long ago because she was like, I, I just want to let you know, I'm so proud of you. You always said you were going to do it and you actually did it. And not a lot of people
0: do that, you know? And, and only in like a matter of like three years. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. My
1: first full time <laughs> job out of college was like the job that I wanted, which is just so crazy, but it's, it, it doesn't, to me, it's something that doesn't just happen. Like I, I mean, I believe in manifestation. Like I think I really brought this on to myself, but I also think it was like um all the hard work came about, like just hard work. You have to yes. work towards something if you really want it. Um, like you don't always just get lucky. And I definitely didn't just get lucky. Like I worked hard and I like met as many people as I could, which also helped me get my position at Insomniac. Two people recommended me. Um, so you know. <laughs> It's just that kind that's kind of that. But Yeah.
0: yeah. And I'm also curious, like have you would you say that you have had this like I don't know, like this energy, this like drive within you like your whole life? Or is it something that kind of like came that you like leaned into as you got older? Like I'm curious about that.
1: I feel like it's definitely something I leaned into like as I got older. Um when I feel like when I was growing up, I wasn't.
0: So um, I was just curious about, you said that like, um, like your motivation and hard work and all of the, like the energy that you encompass now, like you said, you leaned into that. Mm hmm. I don't think I've heard of it What's that? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. I mean, but, like, rightfully so, literally, like, uh, a time. Um, how did you also, like, like, what was your mindset behind, like, that time during COVID and just, like, um, like, knowing that you wanted a career in, like, live events and, like, production and festivals, but then, like, having the whole, like, like, Earth be, like on lockdown you know what i mean like how like what was like going on in your mind like and you're like, I don't like, were you starting to apply for jobs in different, like, um, different areas in different, like, fields? Or were you like, I'm I'm like, so curious. Cause I have, like, there's, okay, honestly, though, but like, I'm like, side tangent, there are like a good amount of people, maybe like a handful, I'm not a good amount. I'm like, maybe it's just, it's a, it feels like a handful cause I know, I know a lot of them that people work in the music industry, like you. And then I have a friend at like Golden Voice and all that stuff. And seeing you guys go through, like the pandemic when you're all working in this to see like how that pivot is so I'm just curious about yeah
1: um well I feel like I, I just observe like a lot of people at work because I I mean a cool thing about my position is I don't just work with marketing um with community engagement I have to find out a lot of information and like communicate with other departments in the company. Um, so like a lot of the attendees will ask questions or I'm trying to make sure that all of our FAQ pages are like really detailed or up to date. Um, so I'm having to like cross check my information with other departments to find out if it's correct. And I feel like just like learning about the information that they're dealing with and they're like, everything that goes into their job and how they're planning these events just sounds just a lot more interesting to me personally. Um, than dealing with numbers and like digital ads um, and stuff like that. I always thought I wanted to go into marketing just cause like I personally in my personal life, like social media. Um, mm-hmm. So I just thought I would like marketing in college, but I feel like life is all about trial and error and, um, like you're never set and stuck in one place. And so I feel like I got into the company I wanted, which is great. And I got like the job on the social media team, which is what I wanted. But now I'm learning that, um, like, it's not something I want to do forever. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And I've just, I feel like with my job that I have now, I talk with a lot of people in other departments. And their careers just seem um, more interesting to me personally. That's kind of how I decided I want to try out that route.
0: (laughs) Amazing. And how do you go like about that? Um, um, Like in your current position, like at the company you're at, like how does that all work?
1: Um, What do you mean? Like transitioning into? To like,
0: like yeah. Yeah. Transitioning into different departments. Like do you have to apply? Do you have to like?
1: I feel like. Since my company is so small, um, you can move to a different, like, position and area if it becomes available pretty easily. You just have to let someone know and, and, like, get it approved. Mm -hmm. Um, I know of, like, some people that have done that, and especially people who have done my position in the past. It sounds like everyone who's done my specific position um, in the past has moved to somewhere completely different if they wanted to of course some of them stayed in marketing but there's definitely more people from my position than any other position in the marketing department that moved to a different department um just because we work with a lot of people in other departments um
0: to get that exposure
1: so so we get that exposure and um and like I guess we get to know people in other departments more, if that makes sense, just because we're working with them more often um, rather than just with the marketing team. Definitely. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, also I feel like for me, I also work in social media and um, Mm -hmm. I feel like one, there's a lot of boundaries that I've had to create around it. Um, Yeah. And also, I don't know. It's kind of like an interesting spot to be in sometimes because like you mentioned, like you love social media, like as a personal, Mm -hmm. like consumer. Um, so it's really interesting when you are working in social media from like the brand side Mm -hmm. or like the non consumer side where it's like very, very, very interesting. Um, it's like you saying that, um, that your position is often one where people will transition into another um, department. Like, to me, that makes so much sense because, like, I understand. I'm like, sometimes I want to throw my phone, you know? Sometimes I, like, (laughs) literally I'm like, if it's on Do Not Disturb, like, hopefully Mm -hmm. I told you where I'm at because I just, like, need to not, like, be, like, my phone's, like, right in front of me. And I'm not even looking at it. It's on Do Not Disturb. But it's, like, you know what I mean? And then also it's, like, you have to you have to keep up with the trends and like all the stuff so it's like I totally understand like um like why that happens like in your company on
1: social media (laughs) yeah
0: no literally you
1: know I used to love social media like I mean I still do personally but then when I spend all eight hours of my day at work on social media for work it starts to kind of drive you like (laughs) a little too much social media you know a
0: hundred percent and then also like for me i'll sometimes just be like scrolling and i will see like the minute like details and I'm like that the spacing between like that line and that line is just like it's too Mm -hmm. much like they should have made it just a little smaller and it's like why can't i relax you know like why can't i just consume yeah i know it's funny
1: that like Yeah we do something very similar because now I look at like other companies and other music festivals social media and like I just start thinking about it like it was this whole kind of running joke on my team about like um, Coachella's social media copy just because it was just so like punny and just like so different from our social media copy and so it's just like you start in my personal life, now I start analyzing social media and I'm like still thinking about work, you know? There's no yeah. like... Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, they have like that language and that tone of voice because like the audience is different for this like festival mm-hmm. compared to this festival. And it's yeah. like, oh... Exactly. There's so much that goes... It's like everything's marketing. Or you start there's like so seeing much.
1: something and you're like, oh, that's a really good idea. Like, yes! I'm going to send this to the group so that we hop on this trend or like, I'm like... I love TikTok like I'm obsessed with TikTok now and I'm scrolling through TikTok on my personal time I'm like oh I just had the best TikTok idea I'm gonna send it to the group chat right now literally (laughs) you're like I just I just want to enjoy 11 p.m on a Saturday and I'm still (laughs) thinking I mean like it's It's cool, but it's just so funny because there's no like boundary there.
0: <laughs> no, literally, literally yeah. so, um, out of my own curiosity, like how do you like since we i I also don't have the best boundary with it So like how yeah. do you find those like moments or what do you do in order to like get to give yourself that space to like have like somewhat of a separation?
1: Um, I mean from social media or, like, work?
0: Um, More, like, social media. Like, how do you, like, basically keep your shit together, you know, when, like, your job is social media, but then also we love consuming social media. So, like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like um, I
1: was really good about this during, like, COVID. So, during COVID, I actually did, like, this thing where I did a social media cleanse, Um, I literally deleted my social media for a few months like I straight up did not go on Instagram or Facebook or anything like that for like a month or two and then I and that was I felt great like it was just such like a nice thing Um, because I feel like that's when the world started opening up again and I still didn't have a job but I was seeing like all these other people do these cool things and it was just like really affecting me. And so that's when I just deleted it. I deleted it for a few months and I watched my life really improve. And then I started doing this thing for a while, which I can't do now, but um, I deleted the apps on my phone, but I still would let myself access them like on my computer or on my iPad. So it was Mm -hmm. like only when I was home and I was like, consciously deciding to go on it is when I would do it. So I feel like that really prepared me to, like, be able to control my social media usage now and, like, acknowledging, um, like, if I go on Instagram and it's not making me feel good, I can acknowledge, like, why, you know? I, like, have a separation, like, I can really think about like reality and like oh this is just social media making me feel this way yes. why is it making me feel this way you know um and also have, like, like the intention
0: yes yeah. yes like the intention yeah. of like am I going on it right now because like I'm like seeking some kind of validation mm-hmm. or something like that or is it because exactly. I'm actually genuinely like actually curious on like the people that I've curated yeah. my feed my like yeah. who I follow and actually want to see like the things they're like yeah. putting out And
1: that's something I'm doing right now. I'm actually trying to do like a, so, I mean, I'm definitely more conscious of my social media just because of that whole experience I had like during during COVID COVID. when I, when I did that cleanse, I feel like that just changed my whole perspective of social media and like being able to control like my thoughts around it or if I feel being able to understand why. Um, But what was I going to say? um I I totally lost my train of thought here it's okay it happens to you all the time
0: (laughs) I was going somewhere with this (laughs) I call it flowing when it happens because you're just like you're just really letting it like yeah I was like
1: (laughs) I knew where I was going
0: though um but yeah I feel
1: like I'm just able to understand like where I'm uh like my intention like you said
0: yes um yeah for sure wait so then how did it feel to have had this kind of like revelation of this like detox of like social media to like then going into like your dream company of working working in social social media media. like how did (laughs) I know
1: that I'm like wait funny back to back because that literally happened I literally didn't go on social media for months and then I ended up getting a job like, on the social media team, like, at Insomniac, so that was just, like, pretty funny to me, but I, I think it, like, helped me, and I'm able to, like, I, I, what I do is, like, a job, you know, and, like, I know how to do it, because I was so into, like, social media for so long, um, so, like, it helped, (laughs) um, but, yeah, I feel like now I just, the only the social media that I scroll on the most now is tiktok which is just so different from like everything else yes and like tiktok makes me feel good whereas some other social media platforms don't really make me
0: feel good Yeah, um, same
1: yeah oh what I was gonna say <laughs> I just remembered yes. is I'm doing this thing now to kind of like help with um because now I can't delete the social media apps on my phone because like it's literally my job to work on my phone and use social media so I can't do that but I'm actually like slowly like doing a thing um where I am unfollowing a whole bunch of accounts that just don't make me feel good or I just don't like like I've learned that um you know how they say like those people people that you s- surround yourselves yes. with, like you'll like, become
0: yeah like the five. kind of feel that yes. way
1: with social media so like 100%. how you have your social media and all the people you're following like you're gonna take subconsciously like you're gonna become that and mm-hmm. so I'm unfollowing everything that just like doesn't make me feel good doesn't or feel
0: aligned with you anymore doesn't
1: feel aligned with who I am anymore yeah that's that's a big one too um and so I mean it's taking a while but every time something like pops up on my page I'm like ooh I don't like this way like this just isn't me or it doesn't I don't like serve this way. you anymore it's and that's making, okay it doesn't serve me Yeah, I either unfollow um or like if it, if it's someone that like I still like them but like, You're, like I don't mute. like mute up they post. I'm mute. Yeah.
0: No shame. Um, you know, mental health is a tricky situation, you know? So yeah. you do what you gotta do, you know? Mm-hmm. And I really believe in that, truly. Like Yeah, definitely. Like definitely. I even like had a friend who like um, I don't know. she was super, like she like had a lot of followers and all that stuff and eventually mm-hmm. just had like a revelation, deleted it and now she's like 168 when she had mm-hmm. thousands before. And she's like, I feel so much better now because I'm like it's her profile on private. She's only like allowing people who like are like good mm-hmm. people in her life or people that she yeah. aligns with like people mm-hmm. who are also like passionate about the things they're doing. Yeah. Um, cause it's so easy to literally, even if it's subconscious or conscious to mm-hmm. think that you're like not doing enough or think that you should be somewhere else or, you know what I mean? Just because yeah. like someone else is doing that on social media. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like my view of social media has changed a lot in the past few years. Right. And it's
0: funny that I work in social media. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. I literally feel that. Like, like I said, like, so there will be times where I'm just like, I can't handle it anymore. And I'll just throw my, not throw it in an aggressive way, but I'll throw it on the bed. And I'll be like, I just, yeah. Like, I'm just like, no, like, no. Like, I 100% um,
1: yes. That.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. And then also like, especially with like TikTok, um, it's such a new platform that there's also so many, there's so much room for growth and room mm-hmm. for like creativity. So it's like mm-hmm. now people like back in the day of TikTok, when it first started during the pandemic, like you would have to edit your TikToks in the app. And now there's apps to do that and there's other yeah. apps to do the fonts and the music yeah. and the trends and analytics and all mm-hmm. that stuff and like whispering it to your phone i'm just kidding yeah. you know what i mean just like <laughs> so many you know. techniques so many things and it's just it's so 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 interesting because like not only has the world completely changed because of the pandemic and everything we've all gone through like collectively but also because like like you said, with, like, TikTok, like, emerging and, like, thriving (laughs) and just, like, like, it changes social media. It also changes, like, so many aspects of ourselves as human beings, like, how we perceive ourselves, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, just, I, it makes me also think about how there's, like, that whole trend where, I don't know, like, anyone who's maybe, like, considered a millennial, yes, a millennial up, a certain age up, um, mm-hmm. that, like, they had like, their awkward stage and, like, growing up and all that stuff, but oh, then, like, yeah. Gen Z doesn't because they're, like, one of the reasons that people say is because they're exposed to all this stuff on mm-hmm. social media and, like, all these artists how to do things exactly (laughs) exactly they
1: skipped the whole phase of makeup because they learned all of it online
0: (laughs) and like it's like no shame to like the the queens who like started it on youtube like in the Mm begin, like the ogs but like the people who are like huge and super like popular and have huge followings um are the ones that are like like they have a like I remember back, like, i it's so funny, back in the day, I remember when it was, like, <laughs> literally, I remember when it was, like, the big Canon cameras that people used to have, and they'd be, like, l- like the Canon, like, Rebel, whatever, cameras, and, uh-huh. like, there was just so much more to it. There wasn't, like, like, all the things we have, like, capability of on our phones right now. Like, you can literally mm-hmm. do our jobs from our phone and we don't even yeah. need a computer it's technically crazy. so it's, it's yeah it's so wild
1: like i remember when
0: instagram didn't
1: exist or like i remember when everyone first got facebook you know like
0: i remember uh, there, like, was there was a point in our lives when our jobs didn't exist
1: you know yeah like yeah it's
0: so wild a hundred percent and then also that like our jobs are so stressful too yeah i know social media it's like where did this stress come from like (laughs) just like oh it's my job cool okay got it
1: but yeah just always yeah. a constant fight with like the algorithm and trends
0: <laughs> literally literally and always just like having to you have to remain like open-minded because whether you like it or not the algorithm changes like you said like mm-hmm. like features on apps change like I don't know yeah. software is all the things so it's just like sometimes I feel like like I'm just like tired <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, straight that's straight up way tired. To it. <laughs> I'm
1: just tired. Like <laughs> there's never a break from social media ever. Exactly. I mean, except for, remember that that one time a few months ago when like Facebook and Instagram were down for like yeah. 6 hours or something like that. That was the one break we ever got. Literally.
0: Ever <laughs> literally. <laughs> I cannot. I like, oh my gosh. Honestly, at the festival that I saw you at, I didn't have my phone the whole time on me and it was amazing. So nice. Like yeah. I usually love taking photos and like like really just like capturing everything. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, I need this and like yeah. it was smaller I mean, for no I'm like, anyways. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I mean, well I'm like technically there was Wi Fi on like the hilltop. Oh. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah there there was Wi-Fi
1: at my campsite
0: <laughs> yeah I was like I only know that because I literally was like in yoga and all of a sudden I got a text I was like
1: what like <laughs> I was like this yeah. is
0: okay I love this love this for me yeah but um, it's definitely good to just like have a
1: weekend where you can unplug I yes. I do that at like a lot of festivals now I feel like I I mean unless I'm working them because then I'm mm. obviously on social media but the festivals that I attend like I don't really go like do I don't scroll online very much or like I barely take photos and I used to take so many photos and videos like the whole time yeah I feel like I just want to like enjoy um, yes and like not document everything you know
0: yes so. like sometimes I'll find myself like if it's like a rare time now where I'm like not being present like I'll have my yeah. phone like over here in like my face over here so I'm not watching the concert through my yeah, phone I do you that know? Too. my videos yeah. are
1: pretty shaky you know because, right, like, cause, cause, yeah I found myself like always recording and staring at my phone yes and then I was like wow why am I watching the whole concert through my phone I used to do that all the time like all of high school and like beginning of college i like wasted concerts on my phone <laughs> like, i mean sure i got all these videos but they're not that great anyways and i never watched them so right. like yep yep
0: no yeah. i feel that i feel that even when i'll see like i don't know people's performances and stuff i've seen that like i think i think it's often or maybe i've just like the only the people i've been seeing for they're yeah. like they like we'll ask people to for at least like a song like not have any phones out and just like Mm -hmm. be there like together in the moment as a collective um and that's i think very interesting in itself Mm -hmm. that like an artist has to make a point of it you know because like i'll find the times where we're at like concerts and i'm just like why does everyone have their phone out like it's Mm -hmm. happening right in front of you and yeah Like I'm like this sure, maybe even this sure that like someone will have a professional recording of it that you can watch on YouTube or something, you know, that like you know what I mean? So it's like all of that I feel like is also such like a push and a pull and like these boundaries that you have to create. And it's like, yeah, we're also like in a way like subjecting ourselves as like guinea pigs in this too, because it's like but that's also why it's exciting though because it's so Mm -hmm. new and the canvas is still so blank that like so much can be like contributed still definitely
1: we never know like where social media and stuff is gonna go which is a cool thing like tiktok didn't exist till a couple like wasn't big until literally a couple years ago and now it's huge um so you never know what's gonna happen with social media which is like also exciting Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. Yeah. I also think that even like social media doesn't even know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. You know true. what I mean? Like, they just like do random stuff and sometimes it blows up.
0: <laughs> Literally, I'll like, I'll hear from people. They're like, why did this video that's like super simple or it's like this, like, why did this go viral? Why did this mm-hmm. like reach 5,000 when this other video reached like 1,000? You know, it's like, yeah. It's super interesting. Super interesting, yeah. Because also, as, like, a social media person, like, it's not like Instagram sends us all, like, a newsletter about the new algorithm and, like, how we no. should know. You know what yes. I mean? So they it's, like... definitely
1: do not. We're, like, so, always constantly trying to figure out. And yes. right, when you think you've got it figured out, like, they change it. You know? Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so you know how to get the engagement, and then it all changes.
0: <laughs> like, I also love when um, – just, like, I don't know, when you're applying for, like, social media jobs and stuff like that, there'll be, like, three to four years of, like, social media experience, and it's, like, which years, you know? Like, which years are you asking about? Type of thing, you know? It's just, like, I don't know. I don't know, but I think, like, I don't know, like, seeing what you did the best advice looks like is just, like, be, like, super hardworking, being open, like you said, and mm-hmm. be, like, saying yes to all different kinds of experiences within the yeah. industry that you're interested in.
1: I definitely think, like, it doesn't matter what industry you're interested in. Like, if there's an industry you want to go into, try to get as much experience as you can. Like, of course, there's some, like, industries that you, like, need a whole bunch of school, but a lot of industries, like... School is important, but experience is way more important. And you'll learn so much more from experience, like yes, real life experience than anything else. A hundred percent. Yeah,
0: definitely. Agreed. Agreed. A thousand percent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Moral of the story. <laughs> yes. Moral of the story is literally like get as much experience as you can. Yeah. That's and the,
1: the piece of advice that I got from that guy I interviewed that one time Kevin Lyman and it was
0: true (laughs) yes also I want to add that like there's no oh oh it unfroze. okay we're back (laughs) um (laughs) so I also want to add that like there's no shame in like I don't know like I hope that like you tell me though let me confirm when you were doing like the, social, the seasonal like jobs and stuff like I want to like remind people that there's no shame in doing that. No, and like you like actually being on the ground doing like, mm-hmm. I don't know what maybe like the music industry would call like the bottom of the totem pole type of job. Really? Yeah, but it helped. Like you to get your job that you're currently in now because they mm-hmm. saw you going out there and like doing yeah. anything, whatever you can, even if it was like taking tickets, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I you really were like, yeah. but you were like, I needed the, ex- I wanted the exposure. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be in it and like whatever that meant. Like, I think that's yeah. also something super important to like takeaways is that like you didn't let your ego get in the way of like yeah, your definitely. goals and like this you dream.
1: You expect to start somewhere big you know like that you're gonna be really lucky if that happens um yes. and I think it doesn't like the same goes for a lot of industries like you just try to get whatever experience you can even if it's small that first small experience you get will be like a domino effect to help you get other positions you know yes. um yeah definitely that's a good point for <laughs> sure that.
0: I mean I don't know it's super easy also sometimes to just like go through life and be like go 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 that you like forget about that stuff but Mm -hmm. like I see that in you and I want like you to know that I see that and also Mm -hmm. other people to know like how important it is to not let your ego get in the way of like Mm -hmm. getting exposure getting experience that will like take you to like the level that you're dreaming of eventually even if it's not like right now
1: yeah and you have to be like okay also with Um, getting a position that maybe isn't like your best fit, but it's like a stepping stone to get somewhere. Um, Something I remember like being told once was you might not always like get a position with the type of music you like, which is because I wanted to work in the music industry, but they're like, take any position you can, even if it's music that you hate, (laughs) but it's still in the music industry. So it will get you there. Um, yes. So, yeah, definitely just like anything, even if it's like not something you're like, oh, I really want to work with, I don't know, m- movies or something like that, like mm-hmm. cinema. And it's just like a completely like not your, it's reality TV and you don't like reality TV, you know? At yes. least it's a stepping stone to get somewhere. Um, yes.
0: Yes. And then yeah. also, like you said, when you network and you meet people and you mm-hmm. talk to them, and you meet people. And yeah. literally, then you tell this person, like, oh, yeah, I'm working at a reality TV show, and, like, I respect the work, and, like, I'm a hard worker, but, like, maybe mm-hmm. my, the person above me knows that I want to go into movies, so then when they have a friend in the industry or yeah. a peer or something like that, like they did with you, and, yeah. like, I feel like, like you said, there's so many industries where life works like that, mm-hmm. and Definitely. I feel like a lot of people don't realize that right away Mm -hmm. but like by realizing it right away you're already putting yourself like so much farther ahead than a lot of other people who are letting their ego get in the way and like all of that so yeah definitely yeah Yeah. i'm like i'm like on that note thank you (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh this is amazing (laughs) you know i loved it I'm like, thank you so much. Thank you for coming to my podcast. Um, I'm going to stop clicking record.